Hi, I am Bishop Peter and I want to welcome you again to my YouTube channel. If you want to serve God in spirit and in truth, with absolute clarity of mind and of God's scriptures, well, this is the right channel for you. So please, like, comment, subscribe, and above all, share this video with a loved one. It's a very powerful and a very effective way of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ without leaving your home and just at a click of a button. And God will richly bless you for it. Amen. Okay, well, I am still on my series on the Ten Commandments, and I'm doing today part number three of Taking God's Name in Vain. This is part three of Taking God's Name in Vain. Come with me right now to the scriptures, Exodus chapter 20, verse number seven. It says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Well, part one and part two of taking God's name in vain series makes it very clear that God gave this law in the context of swearing in his name. And I'm not speaking of vile or profane language either. Okay, now go with me to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse number 13. It says, Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him and shall swear by his name. So you see all the swearing in the scripture is done in the name of God. Go with me again to Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse number 20. It says, Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God, him shalt thou serve, and to him shalt thou cleave, and swear by his name. So, it is abundantly clear that you do not swear on your mama's grave, on your mama's life, on your life, not even on a stack of Bibles. You swear in the name of the Almighty God. Okay? Now, the other questions that have been asked, which I'm going to address today, and that is, why did the people in the scripture swore? Why did they swear? Well, I'm going to give you all the reasons today. Matter of fact, I'll discuss three of them with you today. The first one is to confirm the veracity of a statement or an event. I'll say it again. To confirm or affirm the veracity of a statement or an event where there is no witness. Turn with me to the book of Exodus chapter 22 verse 10 and verse 11. I'll read. It says... If a man shall deliver to his neighbor an ass or an ox or a sheep or any beast to keep, and it die or be hurt or be driven away, no man seeing it. See, there's no witness. There shall an oath of the Lord be between them both. You see that? 
that he hath not put forth his hand to his uh, neighbor's goods, and the owner shall accept it thereof, and he shall not make it good. So we see here that there is an event, something happened, and there is no witness. Then an oath is brought in to affirm that you're telling the truth. So that's one reason why they swore in God's name. Well, <clears throat> the other reason why they swore in God's name is to bind themselves to a promise that they intend by God to keep. The second reason why they swore, why you swear an oath, is to bind yourself to a promise that you intend and must keep. Turn with me to the book of Numbers. Numbers chapter 30, verse number 2. It says, If a man shall vow a vow unto the Lord, or swear an oath to bind his soul with a bond. Ooh, you see that? Your vow binds you, binds your soul with a bond. He shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceedeth out of his mouth. So God says, again, the other reason that you swear is to bind yourself to a promise that come hell or high water, you keep. Okay, well, let's look at the third reason why they swear an oath. And that is to prove or to demonstrate that your word will not change. Turn to the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, verse number 17. <laughs> Wherein God, willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel. <laughs> the immutability of his word confirmed it by an oath. So God willing to show that his word is not going to change. The promise he made to Abraham will not change. He swore an oath. So you see, your pledges and your vows and your promises and your oaths done in God's name demonstrates three things. One, it confirms the veracity of a statement or an event. Two, it binds yourself to a promise that come hell or high water, no matter what, you keep in it. And number three, it shows that you are not ever, ever under any circumstance break or change your word. Okay, now, what happens when you swear an oath? <laughs> what happens to those words? Well, do you know when you swear an oath, 
you've done two things. Number one, your words ascend to the presence of God. Let me say that again. Your words goes to the presence of the Almighty God. And you call God to bear witness on your behalf. Turn with me to the book of Kings. 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 31 and 32. If any man trespass against his neighbor, and an oath be laid upon him to cause him to swear, and the oath come before thine altar in this house. Woo! That is terrifying. The oath comes before the presence of God. <laughs> oh, God help us all. Well, verse 32 says, Then hear thou in heaven, and do and judge thy servants, condemning the wicked, and bring his way upon his head, and justifying the righteous, to give him according to his righteousness. Whoa! That is scary. Your words go to the presence of the Almighty God and you call God to be a witness. <laughs> Turn with me to the book of Malachi, chapter 2. I'm going to read verse 13 and verse 14 because you wonder why your prayers are being hindered. It says, And this ye have done again, covering the altar of the Lord with tears, with weeping, with crying out, in so much that he regardeth not the offering anymore, or receive it with goodwill at thy hand. Yet ye say, Wherefore, why? Because the Lord had been a witness between thee and the wife of thy youth, against whom thou hast dealt treacherously. Yet she is thy companion and the wife of thy covenant. <laughs> Woo! This is some terrifying stuff. God says, you stand up there, you take a vow, you make a covenant, you make a covenant to an oath. He says, I'm a, you call me to be a witness. You see that? So that's what happens. I'm not teaching on marriage today, but that is what happens when you make a covenant in God's name. It goes to the presence of God, and God is witness. And that is why he says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold you guiltless that taketh his name in vain. 
Allow me to pray for you, please. The Lord God of heaven bless and keep you. God make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace and give you the blessing of your father Abraham. In Yeshua's name I pray, amen. Until next time, this is your friend Bishop Peter saying, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man. Amen. God bless you. Please share this video and subscribe. <laughs>